and welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. It's a beautiful December day. We're taping on Christmas Eve. I hope you had a beautiful Christmas. You you might not believe it, but that's Shelby playing the piano right now. I've been practicing. We turned down the lights. Mm -hmm. I got a glass of wine. Me too. You got a glass of wine on the piano. I'm in a full gown, actually. I'm, I'm draped across the piano. Laying on it while you play You're very regal I am very regal But we're having a classy Christmas And we want to invite you, the listener To ease your mind Lay it, lay that head down I love that you brought in a string section They're not cheap not cheap. This the production value on this podcast is unbelievable. But this is what this show is all about. You send in your emails, your stories, your questions every Tuesday and Friday. We unpack those emails. I take the sack of letters that I receive. I don't know how they got the address, but they did. They found Feather Nation Studios. They found it. And then we answer you and make you feel a little bit better. Life, you know, life is tough. It's tough. It's tough out there. It's tough out there. Yeah. And the J Train podcast is here. Let the music come over you. Let it close your eyes. I want you to close your eyes, Mr. and Mrs. Listener. Only if you're driving a vehicle. Yeah. Pause it and do it when you get in your garage, or pull over. Yeah, you know, pull over to the on the uh, into the median or something like that. Yeah, uh, and close your eyes <laughs> and let the music just flow through you. Because we're gonna get into some emails and questions and stories, and I want the feathers to drape down your body. Feel the feathers. You've seen them. Have you seen American Beauty? I'm familiar. It's not great, but there's the scene where she's he's having a fantasy mm-hmm. where she's naked and the roses are. This is that's those, you, but yeah, with feathers. With feather, I agree. Yeah, you, the listener, the listener, because mm-hmm. this is we want to bring. This is a Friday episode yep. pre New Year's, mm-hmm. post Christmas. You just don't know what to do. What do you do? How do you feel better? You might feel a little bloated. You Mm -hmm. ate too much. You drank too much. You're like, oh my God, the New Year's coming. That's stressful. How am I going to be better? How am I going to be an improved version of myself? And you're stressing out because how are you going to do a weekend and then do a Tuesday New Year's? Ooh. It's rough. It's rough. Bad scheduling. Bad. That's part of... Somebody, the uh, the stars, the moon, and the sky. Mm-hmm. I, I, but we're happy to have you here. Okay, I'm happy those feathers could run over your body. 
Yeah, you're right, Mr. President. But it's great to have the studio audience here. Feather Studios, livelier than ever. Um, listen, today's episode, turn down the lights, people, because it's a very special J Train and Classic Shelb episode. Hello. That's right. Just us. Just like the old days. Like the old days. The boys. Mm, the fellas. The fellas. Just the fellas. Hanging. So you and I will be doing these emails. We'll do some news at the end. Oh, yeah. Well, this is how we're going to close out. Is it closed? No, because we have an, uh, the Tuesday episode is coming out on New Year's Eve. Yeah. So we're not closing out the year. But this is our last hurrah. Uh-huh. Let's, let's pop the champagne. Pop. Pop that champagne. Have a drink. That's right. <laughs> Do you have any resolutions, Shelby? Keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. Mm-hmm. How I about love you? that resolution. Keep, keep moving forward. Yeah. It's going to be a great year. We want to thank you, the listeners, for spending 2019 with us. It was a good, pretty good year, I'd say. We did, we did pretty well. We... A lot of new listeners this year. I'd like to think we topped 2018. I think we did. Yeah. I think the advice keeps getting better. Mm -hmm. The show keeps moving faster and funnier. And really, I I mean, it's just been an unbelievable year. We've really done quite a good job. Uh, We're going to do your emails. JTrainPodcast.gmail.com. Just Shelby and I and you. Okay. All of us huddled together. Right in front of the fire to close out the year. You ready, Shelby? All set here. Let's do some emails. You ready? Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Before we get to that, we're sponsored people. Rothy's. That's right. Rothy's. This is a great shoe to buy someone for the new year. Because in the new year, we all want to be stylish but on the move. Styling and profiling. Styling profiling and having a good on the move um um you want to be on the move and looking good and getting to the places you need to get to oh yeah and that's the real thing about rothy's is that it's i don't know if you've heard the buzz shoe company that's making cute shoes out of recycled plastic water bottles insanely comfortable and machine washable it can be hard to find flats that are comfortable sustainable and affordable but rothy's is the answer to your shoe worries you won't want to take them off. I got them for my mom. She wears them everywhere. She's not, you know, it's, it's funny because these are lady shoes. And what women do is it's either heels or a slipper that it has 7,000 holes in it. There's no in-between for women. You need a little in-between. You need a tweener pair. Uh-huh. And that's what these are because she's like, oh, my God, it's so nice that I could wear them at the house and then leave the house. That's It's not like, oh, there's a whole thing of house shoes. These are everywhere shoes. No, everywhere shoes. It's everyday flat for life on the go. It's stylish, classic, and comfortable. Four styles, the flat, the point, loafer, and the sneaker. They look great. They're sustainable. 65, 85% of shoes end up in landfills, not Rothley's. When you're done, you, can, you don't have to throw them away. You send them back to Rothley's for free. They'll be recycled into outsoles for new shoes. This is all a win. So you can feel good, look good, 
be good. Check out all the amazing styles available right now at rothys.com slash JTrain. Go to rothys.com slash JTrain, R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash JTrain to get your new favorite flats, comfort, style, and sustainability. These are the shoes you've been waiting for. Head to rothys.com slash JTrain today. Rothys, be comfortable and cute. Let's do some emails. You ready? Hell yeah. Second chance for bad timing. We're going to really blow through a lot of emails today. Blow them up. Let's blow it up. Love your honest, insightful perspective on the crazy world of modern dating. I'm 29 and coming from a five-year relationship, so this is a whole new ball game for me. Podcast and you up have really uh, been huge for me. Thank you for all you do every week. Here's my question regarding giving someone a second chance. I dated a guy I met off the apps for two months this summer. We had a connection and everything felt natural and easy when we were together. He had many qualities I'm looking for. He said he felt like he had known me forever and we had a lot of fun together. However, he canceled plans for family stuff, was sick twice or once, uh, accepted baseball tickets from work over going out with me. We both had busy summers and he just started a new job, so I let it slide. When he canceled, he had called uh, and seemed to be genuinely sorry, but ultimately I ended things via text when he canceled a rescheduled date. See screenshots below. I've dated several guys since then, but I seriously can't get this one off my head. Out of my head, I haven't felt the natural connection that I had immediately felt with him. I feel like it was too quick to end things, and I really wanted to text him to get drink, get a drink and see if dating would be different now versus the busy summertime because we did have a connection. Is it crazy to reach out? I don't even know what to say or is this even something people do. Background, 29, live on Long Island, been single nine months, coming from a five-year relationship. He's my age, lives at home. I included screenshots of our last convo. Starts with, with trying to reschedule a date because he was sick so was he just not into me because of all the cancellations or was he is he just flaky does uh does timing suck um sometimes in a time where i can't seem to connect with anyone is it worth a second chance to someone you really had it off with i really appreciate your insight what do we think what did the text say uh so i'll read through them ready Mm mm-hmm She wrote, Sunday, maybe Sunday night. What's with the maybe? Because I have plans during the day, and I don't know what that will lead to. I just need uh, the month of September to end. And then she writes, I mean, am I wasting my time? Uh, I like you, but it's hard to get to know you better when we literally don't see each other. I said I wanted to take things slow, but it feels like we're moving backwards. I don't expect to see you constantly, but this every two weeks slash canceling isn't working for me. I'm a pretty busy person myself, but I find ways to make it time for, uh, what matters for what matters to me. It doesn't seem like the same goes for you. He writes, I mean, I can see why you would feel that way. <laughs> He's like, ah, oh, you make a good point. We do see each other never. Oh, thank you. Uh, And I understand you'd uh, rather stop wasting your time. It's just an unfortunate string of events the past few weeks. Not sure what else I can say. And I apologize that you feel that way. It's not my intention. And then she writes, well, what are your intentions? Hmm. She said, how long were they seeing each other at this point? I met a guy uh, two months over the summer. 
So what are your attentions? To get to know you, etc. about my schedule with the new job and other shit that has been on the books and getting sick, it's just piling shit up. She writes, I feel like two people who are trying to do that, who seem to have a connection, should be able to find time. You're not making any effort. I just want you to know, I honestly thought we had something. You're a great guy, and I felt nothing but comfortable and happy with you. That's why I've accepted that you've had a lot going on, but it shouldn't be this difficult to make plans. To me, this shows that you're not really into this, or maybe just want a casual hookup, and that's not what I'm looking for. And then he writes, hey, sorry I got home, took a copious amount of NyQuil, and fell asleep. So he didn't even answer that text. He just went to bed. Yeah, the whole thing about, like, Work is busy now. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say that can't be an excuse because my job is like insane right now. Yeah. And it took like two very weird like things for that to kind of happen. So it's like. What do you mean? To- like it was like a normal schedule and now like. And things the, switched. The, and weird kind of layoff thing. This like. So I feel like I have a legitimate excuse to say that, but it took like some weird. So like if he's just having a normal job, I feel like you have time for someone that you're interested in. Yeah, I I also he writes, listen, I'm sorry I've been so busy. I understand. So did I. Uh, and so did. I understand, and so did I. Unfortunately, focusing on my new job is a priority for me right now. On the top of that, it's been a busy few weeks. I'm sorry it didn't work out. He let this go. Mm-hmm. That's the real answer. I I hear you. Like, let's say, are you seeing anyone now? Not seriously, no. Not seriously. So, but that's the thing. Mm-hmm. With your crazy schedule, if that person that you're not serious with was like, hey, where you been? And you were like, well, I got this, I got, you know, the job switch and, the, and my schedule's out. Would you say that to them? I would, but it's like... <sighs> If I'm really into someone, I'd make time. Like, oh, my job's fucking nightmare. At least I get to hang out with this gal. Here's what I'll say to this woman. Um, they were hooking up for a couple months, and then this is kind of like a tale as old as time. Yeah. She's looking back on it being like, we really connected. Here's the thing. The moment he, he said it in his text, mm-hmm. listen. Listen to the text. Here's the sentence you should listen to the most. Focusing on my new job is a priority for me right now. And on top of that, it's just been busy. Focusing on my job is a priority right now. So here's the bet he's making. And I I don't mean this to sound mean. Yeah. I'm just saying this to sound realistic. He basically said over the summer, I think you're great, but someone else will come along who's great when I'm more comfortable in my job. Yeah. And that's the problem with the times we live in is that right now disposability offers people the option of going, yeah, I'll I'll do it when I know I'm ready. It's not like the 50s, like I got to get my wife and my job together. And, And it's like, you know, especially... You know, I watched that marriage story. You played a before you marriage story. I can't believe I have to know you forever. I can't believe it. You have to know him forever. Well, that's kind of what he's avoiding. Mm-hmm. He's saying, because here's the thing. The bus to relationship town 
Don't turn back. Mm-hmm. You get on the bus, and and that's what he's doing. He's going. We're two months in. I. This is the level of responsibility I want to have for you. Two months in, we fuck sometimes. I never have to leave work early for you. I never have to go do anything outside of what I want to do. I get to be completely selfish. And at some point, you go, I need you to be an ounce left selfish. And he was like, oh, no. So should you go back to him because you had the connection? I think I don't. I can't tell you whether to do that or not. Yeah, I've had a lot of connections. That yeah, I, that's the thing. He saw you as a connect. I'm sure he thinks of you fondly, but I'm saying it's going to be hard to hear that excuse again. Yeah. So that's what you're heading back into. So if you want to reach out to someone who you had a good experience with, you're like, what do I even say? What you say is, hey, I've been thinking about you a lot. I just want to say, if you're down for a drink, I'm down for it. And then they have to make a plan. They have to make more of a plan than you got before. They have to really, and and I, I'm not even giving this advice to like, I don't think you should do it. But if you want to, I can't tell you not to, you know? Of course. J-train podcast at gmail.com. J-train podcast at gmail.com. Why guys converse over Snapchat but not answer texts? J-train. All the feathers for you during this holiday season. Um, can you tell me why guys will have full convos over Snapchat but not answer texts? Sent this guy I'm dating a few how's it going texts as we're in each other, our, our respective hometowns for the holidays. And he hasn't answered those, but checks in with me via Snap where we've had full conversations, sends pics, etc. Why does he do this? We've been dating casually for about five months. This hasn't been an issue until now. Much love to you and Classic Shelb. Thank you for being here. What do you think? I'm guessing this. He got the Snapchat before the number. I and you, mm. you know, you can add anybody on there. Yeah. So he's probably. It's just more. It's quicker. This disappears. Picks can come and go. Well, the thing with Snap is there's there's a couple things at play. Like you have to get back, or it's you. A text you can go just saw this. Text you have more time with a text. Just yeah. in general, mm-hmm. if someone texts me, I could see it on my phone and go, "All right, I read it. I'll get back to it when I'm on my own thing." But when it's Snapchat, the minute you open it, the clock is running. You've opened it. Sand through an hourglass. You've seen. Go. So he had. So there's more pressure. Otherwise, he can lie and say, "I just saw this." He can't do that with a snap. Can't do that with a snap. Nope. Also, like, and and then on top of that, you're living in a world with Snapchat where that is the only way you can take. You can take that off of their phone. Mm-hmm. So if like you and I are on snap and you know, we don't talk over text, I can unsubscribe from you on snap. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. Can't block a number. Can't really. It's, I it's mean, a tough. number, they have it. They can find you. Yeah. Call you, text you from another phone, mm-hmm. find you in another way. Yep. Snapchat's a little bit harder for that stuff. So why is he doing this? One, he has to get back to you to let you know, hey, I'm still cool with you. Text, you don't really have to do that. Then the other reason is like he's not, it, it keeps it in casual land. When I'm snapping with someone, that's casual. 
It's fun. They disappear. It's fun. Here's a picture. Ooh, look at me. I have, a, I have a filter on my face. Yeah, look at me as a cat. I wrote text on a screen. Text is, hey, what are we doing tonight? Snap is, what are you doing tonight? So we see the difference. It's just a different vibe. And I know it's like, you're like, well, it doesn't mean that to me. Think, look in the mirror. You got to look in the mirror and say, yeah, you know, I'm right. I am more casual over Snap. Maybe stop snapping him. I wouldn't snap. Yeah. I'd just be only on text. Hey, what's up? I'd double text. That's the thing. Hey, where you haven't gotten back to me. What are you doing this weekend? JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Just here with Classic Shelve. The lights turned down. Just the fellas. That's right. My hookup's best friend. Just us. Shelby playing that piano, the string section here. Just in that post-holiday. This makes you think of the post-holiday, like all the drinks out everywhere. The party's over. Who's Just, gonna, when are we going to file out? That's right. Me and you and tuxes. Ties undone. Cumberbuns. Cumberbuns. Here's the situation. I've been seeing a guy who I met on a work trip for five months. We do not live in the same state, but we hook up and make plans to see each other once a month or so. We do not talk regularly. Here's the thing. After our fourth trip together, we don't talk for like two weeks, normal for us. His roommate, best friend, adds me on Facebook, a guy I've never met who proceeds to add me on all social media outlets. I told my guy, quote unquote, his friend added me and I asked him why. His response was, ha ha, I don't know. Guess he wanted to, guess he wanted to. I just find it weird as fuck to add my friend's hookup I haven't met and may never meet. Probably shouldn't think anything of it. I'm just wondering what you think my guy is telling his friends. What is this bullshit about? <laughs> or if he has any further intentions uh, has further intentions. Am I reading too much into this? Shelby, any thoughts? I wouldn't be adding people on that all the shit it that I've is ne he'd never even met. It's bold. Mm -hmm. It is bold. Um, even a Facebook. A Facebook, that's a little close. It's a, you know, that's like, you know, if we're thinking of like the unsaid things, like if we're thinking, the thing we just talked about, Snapchat versus text, mm -hmm. it's the unsaid temperature of the room yeah so the unsaid temperature of the snapchat versus text is this is casual versus this is more serious the unsaid you know temperature of the room facebook is like hey we're not related you know what are you facebook friend of me? we didn't go to high school together i don't know you uh instagram follow is kind of she said all platforms so i'm assuming this wasn't just facebook but instagram follow that is that's a little less bold but it's also just as looky like uh it's I, what do you think he's telling his friend i it's funny that he responded to it ha ha, ha i don't know i guess he wanted to that seems like he's in on it like to me here's what happened yeah he's bragging to his friends he's got this chick who meets him out whenever he's out of town that he fucks and has a good time with. And he his brag, and I know this sounds awful, but his brag to his friends is, look at all this fucking I'm doing without any responsibility. Sounds about right. And, and guys, the thing is, women will go, like if you told a group of women, yeah, so every time we're on vacation, this is what I would assume. Women compete with their level of relationship a lot mm -hmm. of times. So it's like, 
oh yeah every time i go away uh me and this guy, we just get together and fuck, and, and then, like, one asshole, and this isn't fair, women do this to each other, but one asshole will be like, well, what's the plan? Are, are you gonna, are you guys gonna, like, figure this out? And I could see how the guy, the, you know, with the guy, that never happens. He's, I've never brought up girl I'm hooking with up with who every couple months, if I said that to my friends, if I said to my friends, yeah, there's this girl meets me out, on the road every couple months and it's fun and we fuck and it's great. They, You know what their question would be? What, what would your question be? Uh, she is, uh, she hot. Yeah, what she yeah. look like. I bet the term smoke show was used. Smoke show used multiple times, yeah. tons of high fives. But that's the, this is the thing. So they're at this, you know, him and his roommate are discussing this. He's going, yeah, it's fucking great. And then goes to, and then the roommate's like, let me see what the fucking, what's this? What type of chick would do such a thing? Yeah, not going, bro, so you're going to settle down with this gal? <laughs> that never happens. Yeah. No. Do you love her? Are you getting feel? No, 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 no. <laughs> Guys do get feelings. They just don't discuss it in that way. Mm -hmm. That's not the goal. If his friend is in a long-term relationship, he's going, man, that sounds awesome. You know, Even like, if I was like in love and had my heart broken, and I was gonna some like at, talked about why I'm not seeing someone, I'd just be like, "Oh, you know, it just didn't work out." You know? <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah, all's well, it ends well. Yeah, we just had some differences. Yeah, yeah we're just kind of we're cool. And then your friend would be like, "Back on the apps." Yeah, <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail .com, J Train Podcast at gmail .com. Jared. Love your pods, comedy, and your honest perspective on dating. Saw you in Chicago. Thought you were hysterical. So here's my deal. I'm in my late 30s, and despite years of dating, cannot seem to find my match. Before we get to this email, mm -hmm. if you're listening right now and you're in Springfield, Massachusetts, I am here right now. Come to a show. There's three more shows, one tonight, two on Saturday. That's it, okay? Also, next week, Naples, Florida. Naples, that's right. I'm going to be in Naples, Florida for like five or six shows. I think I'm there for a while, Thursday what, to Sunday. What part of Florida is that? It's the non-Jew part. Okay. Uh, retirement for non-Jews. Fort Myers. Okay. That's kind of the area. It's uh, west coast of Florida. Interesting. Jews do the east coast. Got to get near the water. Near the water. So west coast of Florida. Uh, I'll be in Naples. Then I'm in Salt Lake City and Buffalo. So jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. A bit about, so she writes, here's my deal. I'm in my late 30s and despite years of dating, cannot seem to find my match. A bit about me. I'm independent, uh, own my own condo, have a great job, am so actively social with friends and I'm really happy with my life. Often told I'm attractive and have a great sense of humor. I had a serious relationship that ended very amicably five years ago, and since then it's been a mix of date meeting guys of all ages in real life and on apps. However, after a few months of dating, despite being upfront that I'm looking for a relationship, I seem to get the slow fade and or the I just don't see this as something serious. I've wondered if I'm maybe choosing men that are weird about commitment, but many of them have gone on to serious relationships after me. The classic situation. We hate to see it. Hate to see it. My question to you is, do guys see a woman uh, as just the fun type? Is there such a thing as girlfriend material? Are they intimidated by successful older women? Here's a pick for a celeb lookalike, but I already know who Shelby will say. Let's see if you're right. Because very cute. Uh, Shelby falling out of his chair to come see her. Um, I, the question, does girlfriend material exist? 
I don't believe so. That is my opinion. Um, I say it all the time. There's a butt for every seat. Um, there's, you know, people masturbating to feet online. So you're someone's foot. I've said these things many a times to really tell you that it's going to happen in some way and everyone's for someone. I think you can play the numbers better. I think there's a way... I think going on dates with people and going, I'm here for relate. I think you're with guys. If you're going on these app dates or you're meeting up with someone, they, you know, casual. We just had this whole conversation just now about how guys talk to each other. Yeah. And like for me, I, if I was like a woman looking for like a relationship, I don't know. I, I think you can do, you can be without saying. And I think one thing that speaks to me in her email is she writes, um, being upfront that I'm looking for a relationship. We know. That's something you don't really necessarily have to be upfront about. That is something that guys use against you when they don't want to be in a relationship later in the game well you didn't tell me what the fuck do you think we're doing here what do you and, and that is i think the one thing when you say to someone so what are you looking for what and when a woman when a guy says like what are you looking for it's like to kind of feel you out to that maybe you you go no nah, i don't want anything i don't want i just want to fuck all day and be naked with you and then go away and never have to call you never have to go see my parents He's like putting out his sonar exactly see what this is about women ask what are you looking for here as a sonar to be like they want to hear you lie a little bit they want to hear how you answer that question. So take like an interview. It's a little bit of an interview, but I. The thing is, like she says, I'm upfront about it. You don't have to do that while wanting that. Like, if someone texts you, "Hey, let's go." If you go on a date with someone, and then the next date, the next day, they go, "Hey, I'm around this weekend. I'll be out Saturday night. Come meet up." You know that's not the real deal. You know the feeling you want. Own the feeling you want. So it's like, and I just know that sounds like a riddle, but I'm saying like she, when you say to someone, I'm here looking for a relationship, that's like you basically saying, that's you absolving yourself of personal responsibility a lot of times. Well, I said it. So just because you said it doesn't mean that you should still go meet out late night and not notice the things that aren't a real uh, someone who's a serious suitor. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. You, you know you, a serious suitor from a non-serious suitor. Well, how do they act? By That's how they not act. not about how you're acting. Exactly. So when you say like, if someone says to you, let's meet up. I, I just think like when you say to someone, hey, I'm letting you know I am here for the real deal. We all know. Like no one's that stupid. Everyone knows what they're doing. That is you basically saying to people, well, well, you're protecting yourself from having to make rational decisions, hard decisions. The hardest decisions are, hey, there's a guy that wants to go out with you, and, but it's not the type of date that makes you feel good about dating them. Mm -hmm. That's hard. Because then you have to go, well, I do like this person, so I guess I will meet up for their football game with a bunch of friends where they're all fucking drunk anyways. I guess I will because I like this person. Instead of going, hey, I'm not going to come to the football game. I'm, I'm free this week for like dinner if you want to do that. 
You know when someone's trying. You have to trust that you know. What celebrity do you think she looks like? She she said, I already know who he will say. She didn't say specifically who? She did say specifically. So I want to see if they match. Julie Bowen. No. Wow. She does look like Julie Bowen. That's a very similar face to Julie Bowen. And that's a very nice. You know who she thought she looked like? Who? Evangeline Lilly. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm with you. Um but, Get her out! Get her out! But I, I, I'm, I'm more on Julie Bowen than I am Evangeline Lilly. Um, but the, the, the whole like fun type. Um, is there such a thing as girlfriend intimidated by? No, 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 no. These are all things your friends tell you. Uh, that's what I'd tell my girl if I was a gal. I'd tell my gal pals. Wait, wait, what? You know, like, oh, he's he's just intimidated. He, fuck, yeah, fuck him. and it's just like fuck men. Also, if I'm her, she's an older, thirty-nine-year-old woman, like. Like, you have to play your numbers. Play them. I would go older dudes. Some some silver daddies. Just, yeah, well, like, let's not, you know, the thing is, here's, guys aren't intimidated by a successful older woman. They're intimidated by the schedule an older woman is on. Mm-hmm. That's intimidating. Because women are positive. This is the thing I, you know, I, my girlfriend... We want to move in together, okay? This has come up a bunch of times. She has never been more sure about anything ever, it seems like. And I'm not not sure about her. I'm not, I'm more like, I'm sitting here going, well, what about, you, you don't think of the money? You don't think of, like, like, you know, like all these other things I'm going, I get, you know, like, I, I'm like, we got to figure out the money situation. We got to figure out the, you know, the, the scheduling. And it's like, well, let's just do it. You know, so women are always, they get on that bus, that relationship bus, and they're like, the driver, take us away. And every guy knows that. That's the intimidating thing. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsor people. Ooh, love the sponsor. Native. Native, native, native. That's right. At Native, we create safe, simple, effective products that people use in the bathroom every day. We create products with trusted ingredients and trusted performance. Not convinced? Check out the 9,000 five-star reviews from our customers. Formulated without aluminum, parabens, or talc. Filled with ingredients found in nature, such as coconut oil, shea butter, moisturizer, and emollient. Uh, tapioca starch absorbs wetness. Never tested on animals. Free shipping and returns. So this is like... This is uh, products you can feel good about using. I love Native because it actually works. That's the other thing. They didn't just come out with a natural deodorant and go, well, they, they're, they're, they had two goals. It's make it work, also make it good. So, like, you know, a lot of these natural deodorants and natural soaps, or whatever they are, they're just made because they know your first thing is natural i i used to live in oregon there's yeah. a lot of whole foods adjacent stores mm-hmm. that have these products and it's let's say the the section of that store smells a lot different than normal stores. it's different mm-hmm. and you know what they went back to the lab mm-hmm. native and they were like we're gonna whip up something that's that's a good product not just a natural product yeah. that's the biggest difference so the beauty of 2019 is the other generations have gone through the do- the dog shit. Like 
Bad boob jobs. Exactly. We are in the great boob job land of natural deodorant and products. Correct. So, and natural, and native is just, I, I, I'm telling you from personal experience, I, my girlfriend's big on the natural deodorant stuff. And what am I rubbing on my skin here? It's and then what she would push blue, it on. What is this blue strip? Exactly. It would push. She would push it on me, and then finally we got sent the native stuff, and I like switched it in. It's amazing. Like you're changing her kibble. It's exactly. <laughs> we say it's unbelievable. So you can get twenty twenty percent two zero twenty percent off your first purchase. Visit nativedeodorant.com. Promo code JTrain 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 during checkout. Uh, 20% off your first purchase. That's, that's an amazing amount of free money. If you visit. Smells so good. That's right, Jamie Lee. Nativedeodorant.com. Nativedeodorant.com. Promo code JTRAIN. Okay. I got the deodorant. It's fantastic. Get involved with Native because they're doing really great things. Let's keep going. We got, let's keep emails. Okay. Um, Ooh, I like this one. Jared, Feather, love this podcast and you up. I have a unique situation I'd like some perspective on. I broke off a six-year relationship last January because we just weren't the right match. And I couldn't see us being compatible in marriage, the logical next step. It was difficult because we were best friends for four years prior to dating. Do we get this? Best friends prior to dating. So six-year relationship last January, best friends for four years prior to dating. And we shared an apartment and a dog. A few months later, he came out as gay. Holy shit. There it is. Despite it being a complete shock, I was super proud of him and excited for both of us to live our single lives how we wanted. That's the, I guess him coming out as gay is like the best case scenario for her. Of any, I feel like women would, that's the only one that they're like, like a lot of women that write in here, they're like, well, what happened? Then he's like, I'm gay. And then they're like, whoo, wasn't me. Happened. Not <laughs> this, not this extreme level, but it's happened to me. It happened to you? I mean, people have been like, oh, I'm, uh, I just don't think we're physically compatible. And then yeah. I, I check back uh, a little bit later and I go, oh, they've been, they went all the way there. They went to the other side. Mm-hmm. Oh, f- okay. They, yeah, they, 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 yeah, they were a little dipping their toe before, but it seems like they should have been dipping uh, their whole body before. You know what's funny about that? So they were like, so they were with, you were with them. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, I, I have a, I have a gay lesbian. I have a lesbian experience here every now and again. They were like, hey, I, I like girls too. I'd Maybe I'd describe myself as bi. And then you guys break up and then they're a lesbian. Even... I wouldn't even describe, you know, maybe you're friends with Ben's, you know? Gotcha. I, well, then, you know what's funny about that is it, it, your perspective is progressive. There was another time, if that happened to, like, you know, if a guy was left for a woman, they'd be like, well, I turned her gay. <laughs> you know, that was the old wrong way to look at it. Now you're like, whew, whew. what a relief. It wasn't, it wasn't me. <laughs> Good. I had my. I knew I couldn't get it up ever, but uh, she's probably her. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a new boyfriend, and uh, so since then we've been back to the BFF vibe. Drink together, split custody of the dog. I met. I meet his dating prospects, etc. So now this is her new best friend, right? 
Yeah, I know it's n- this just in my head, but it would be funny if he was like just a guy, guy before, and then as soon as he like comes out, he's like, "Where's the dog?" Where's <laughs> he goes full flamboyant like, gay. I don't, that, that, I don't know if that's how it works. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's cool that they're back to being best friends. Mm-hmm. It, it's. The whole thing, it makes sense. Fast forward to now. I have a new boyfriend and things are getting semi-serious. He has rightfully voiced that having my ex around makes him feel a bit uncomfortable, but is willing to hang out with him, quote unquote, sometimes. Before inviting my ex, I will make sure my current boyfriend is comfortable with it and he leaves it up to me. I have a small birthday party coming up and definitely want my ex there, have invited him already, but I know more of these situations will arise. My question is, how do I handle this longer term? Should I try distancing myself from someone I see being a lifelong friend with in order to help my new relationship grow? Or should I just put it all out there in hopes it will become a new norm? I've heard some perspectives on these podcasts about exes being friends, but I do not feel the situation. I do feel the situation is a little different. I agree. Also, I would love a celeb lookalike I've been compared to. uh, (laughs) I won't say it. Um, let me. She's the one with the white earrings. Okay, Shelby. Now, in the decision, here's what I'll say to her. Um, you, this new boyfriend, should not. It. This to me all makes sense. Do you understand what I'm saying? You date. Yeah. You're good friends with a guy for four years, which I'm. She's young, so I'm assuming they like grew up in the same town together. They end up dating for six years. They break up the relationship. Then they come out, and and he comes out as gay, and now they're having this best friend. They're back together as friends. To me, all of this makes sense, and a confident guy should understand this. I do understand like the weirdness of like, oh, he's been inside of you. You guys have hooked up, but... You know, the the romance train has left the station. To me, especially because you have that long relationship with each other that happened before, I to me, I would get it. Him being gay doesn't... Like, even if he wasn't gay, I would go, I get how you guys would be close still. But him being gay is like the cherry on the... It shouldn't bother him. This guy ain't very progressive. He should be making this fella his best friend. He should be cool with him, right? Oh yeah, it's like yeah, you're. He he's he's probably. I don't want to put thoughts in his head, but maybe he's thinking like, oh, maybe he's gonna decide he's not gay. Yeah, it's like a very un, you know, it's an un. It's it, it, what you're saying is exactly right. In the same way that the 2019 male should have if a woman turns uh, comes out of the closet after dating you the 2019 progressive male will go oh okay i guess it wasn't you know i guess uh, good to know i i'm i forgetting the exact term but it's almost it's something like forced heteronormativity like let's say you're i don't want to paint with a broad brush but mm. let's say you're like in like a southern Maybe not as progressive town. Okay. And you're gay. Southern. Okay. I come out as gay. No, no, you're gay, but you're growing up and you're only seeing straight, 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 straight. And mm. in, in real life, in TV, movies, you're pretty much only, and kind of maybe around you, it's even like 
Gay, not so great. You might just put in your head, oh, well, I wouldn't even consider that I might be gay. Even in my head, I'm like, hmm, he's hot if I'm a guy. Oh, she's hot if you're a girl. Sure, So then you're like, I must be straight. So you're kind of dating. You're maybe, you like some things. You're like, I'm not so crazy about. And then you Mm. get into the real world and you're like, oh, I'm gay. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I so I could, but that I could see how that happens. I understand that you, I, I, the boyfriend isn't understanding that. Get him some pamphlets. Yeah, the mm-hmm. boyfriend that you're dealing with, you need to sit with him and go, hey, this guy is going to be a part of my life. I know it's a weird situation. This is the new. The, I, this might seem like an episode of Modern Family to you, but this is the way I'm choosing to live. And if you can't. To, to me, if he can't get on board with that, then you don't want to date someone with that type of confidence level. I, I like the way she wrote it. How do I handle this longer term? Should I try disting myself from someone I see being a lifelong friend with, being a lifelong friend in order to help my new relationship grow? No, 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 no. Your new relationship should grow in conjunction with your lifelong friends that you want to be a part of your life. Because if you let this happen now, it's only going to get worse. Correct. Do you have a celebrity lookalike for her? She gave one for herself. I was kind of... She gave a funny one. Thinking a little bit of Angie Harmon. Ooh. She Uh, does have an Angie Harmon. Of Rizzoli and Isles fan. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, she says she gets David Schwimmer on. Uh, she's been compared to David Schwimmer on an app. That's unfortunate. Yeah, and never recovered. That's funny. Uh, J Train Podcast at gmail dot com. J Train Podcast at gmail dot com. J Train Classic Shell. I tell everyone to listen to J Train. You up? Saw both shows in Boston. Thank you. Sent this in a few weeks ago, but you didn't read it, and more has happened, and I need your wisdom more than ever. Attach the, attaching the conversation here, but we'll give you a brief backstory. Match with a guy on Bumble a week and a half ago. He lives about an hour from me, but we previously met through a mutual friend, mutual friend many years ago, probably six to seven years. For reference, I'm 29, he's 30. We matched and he started texting me daily, with t- which typically I'm not into, but he wasn't annoying, excessive, and the conversation flowed. We couldn't meet up sooner due to Thanksgiving and conflicting schedules, but planned to meet up Saturday. This was the conversation on Friday. Ready? Friday, he says, hello there. She sends a wave emoji. He writes, how goes it? And then she writes, just starting my multiple party excursions, LOL, you. Nothing special, just a couple drinks with the fellas. Is this Shelby? (laughs) I hate to say it, it was kind of (laughs) cool. What time is good for you, he writes. You tell me. I know you have work in the morning. Okay. Never heard from again. (laughs) I know you have work in the morning. Never heard from again. (laughs) Never went out. He never responded. I did text him a few days later and ask if he was alive and no response, so I just let it go. Until about a week or two later, he Snapchat messages me. How much do you hate me? See? He takes it from serious town textville to casual land Snapchatville. This proves the point. We're all learning a lot today. Right? <laughs> he, <laughs> do, how much do you hate me? Also, if she opens it and not answers, he gets the response that he doesn't deserve. 
He put her in a position. This is all coming full circle on this episode of J Train Podcast. He sends her the snap because her opening it and not answer is the answer to his question. It's uh, putting him on. It's an extreme. Put him on read. Exactly. So now, and, and so what he's doing is he's using the app. We have to admit that people are using these apps and using this technology to their advantage. The incentive is there. We're all, play when you go, did, did, is this weird? Yes, it's weird. It's always- This is not normal. Do you think this is normal? It's not normal. You're right, Mr. President. What is, and it's like, what is that thing you've said before when guys are like, they do like the, oh, hey, I know, I'm a piece of shit. I'm yeah. a fucking idiot. I'm an asshole. I'm a, a loser. I'm a piece of shit. shit. Yeah, they dig themselves the grave so that you go, stop digging. Baby. It's okay. You're not perfect. Yeah, so this is all, I love this. How much do you hate me? I decided to take the high road and responded, I don't hate you, but feel free to explain yourself at any point. He says, I'll text you. Never texted me. So I texted him and politely told him I don't appreciate the way he handled the whole situation. Not sure what his end game was with talking to me all the time and making plans just to fall off the face of the earth. And that I wouldn't have cared if he had just texted me and canceled. He gave me a lame half-ass apology that got even more me even more fired up because I don't know what the point was. Then a week later, I was in his city which he saw on his Insta and he texted me telling me he would be back from the football game around 10 if I wanted to meet up. To which I responded, do you want to make plans and then not respond again? And he said, okay, with a lot of whys. Then he texted me an hour later to see where I was. Anyways, we didn't meet up, but when I text, then I texted him the next day asking what he ended up doing and no response. What is this guy's deal? Why does he keep reaching out only to ignore me? Why did he blow me off the first time after going out of his way to make to talk to me and make plans? So what do you think? It's just like it's easy. Hey, like if I if I reached out in an appropriate way and she said no, mm -hmm. okay, whatever. I got I can chill at home. I could hit up somebody else, but if she says, "Hey, sure I'm coming out." Like Boom, I got it. Yeah. Like I'm in. Here's, here's what's going on here, okay? And I love this email. He only wants... He's trying to get one type of relationship with you without asking for it. He wants you guys hook up and you don't have to be responsible. You're an hour away. An hour away, she wrote in the beginning, right? Um... You're an hour away. She says, uh, match with a guy on Bumble a week and a half ago. He lives about an hour from me, and they previously met through mutual friends. So here's the thing. Here's what he has in his favor. You know him through mutual friends, so he's a safe option, okay? You've known him for six to seven years, you wrote, but you don't know him. But, again, trustworthy. He hasn't murdered anyone in that in that time frame. Exactly. Now, you match on the app. Now he owns the uh, he owns the knowledge that you are attracted to him. Okay? That is the biggest disservice these apps have done for women. Is guys knowing that you're attracted enough to us. That's the thing. I say this all the time on this podcast. Girls swipe right and they don't get a match, and they go, well, I guess he didn't, didn't like me. 
Guys swipe right, don't get a match. They go, you haven't seen me yet. That's the thing. The ego of men is big enough. And I'm saying this because I'm in this group. I know what he's thinking. He is sitting there going, I know she's attracted me enough to swipe right, which he's overplaying. He's overplaying it, but I'm just saying what is going on in his head. Mm-hmm. She swiped right on me. She's, she's into me. They took the bait. Took the bait. Okay, now that I know she's into me, I'll hang out when I'm ready. On my schedule. She's into me. His it's it's like when girls like try to think of things through guys' eyes or through the through like they'll hear something from a guy and they'll they'll think of it in a woman's way. He's thinking of this in a man's way. In a man's way, in a, you have to get inside the men's he- head. In a man's mind, I swipe right because I want to fuck. That's the that's the end of the story. Correct. So he's thinking, well, you want to fuck him. So we'll make it happen when we make it happen. Mm-hmm. And the reason he keeps reaching out is because he knows he has you in the fridge now. He knows he's, at, he's got you cooling off in the fridge, hanging there. And, what he, and he, the only way to keep you from spoiling is to keep checking in. Might be a spoiler for uh, the, the new story later in the Okay, episode. good. But I'm saying... When, because we get these emails a lot. Why would he keep checking in? Why would he keep making it sound like? Why would he make a plan then not make a plan then make? A, he's doing that to keep you from spoiling, from going bad, and you do that as long as you can until everything goes bad. That's the thing. Relationships, just like food, okay, it goes bad ninety nine percent of the time. Not a lot of mustards out there. So at some point, this is going to go bad. But he's trying to lengthen that process. The longer you don't go bad, the more likely it is that you will fuck him until it go- before it goes bad. He's trying to fuck you before it goes bad. Does this make sense, Shelby? Yeah. I think I'm getting... I'm dancing around a point I hope people are on board with. Because what... So much of this is so interesting to me. Because I've done this. And if she lets this happen, the more she responds to his bullshit, the more that means he knows that you haven't spoiled yet. The more he knows that you're still good in the game. You're, you've, you've still got the chance. Still has a chance. She wants a, cla- uh, a classic Shelb lookalike. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Shelby, do we have time for one more email, you think? One more email. Let's do one more email. Do you have a celeb lookalike for her? She's very pretty. She's holding a huge margarita. Hmm. In both in both pictures she sent, she's holding one huge blue margarita that looks like it would make me shit my pants. And then she's holding another drink that's in a coconut that would probably also make me shit my pants. She lives at uh, the Jimmy Buffett restaurant. She's, yeah. <laughs> Just hanging at a margaritaville all day long. She kind of has a... Best friend in like a Hallmark movie look. She does have that kind of look. She's cute. Thank you very much. Okay. Let's do... Please work your deal reveal magic. Ooh, I love these ones. Papa JT, Feather Feather, much love to you, Classic Shelb, and the You Up podcast. Please help. I need a deal reveal ASAP. I'll try to keep this short. Met a guy out at a bar through mutual friend in September. We really hit it off. Okay, met through a mutual friend at a bar. 
hit it off. He asked for my number. We went on dates about one to two times a week for about a month. After a month, I didn't hear from him for a few days. After reaching out to see what's up, he ended things with me basically saying it wasn't going to work out. Screenshots attached for more detail. After that, I didn't hear from him for about a month until he texted me randomly asking to hang out. I basically told him it doesn't seem like he knows what he wants and I wasn't interested in getting involved. Fast forward another two weeks, he texts me again and I happen to see him out at the bar. He tells me he has ended things with me because of his fear of commitment and because he met another girl who was so hot and his ego wouldn't let him pass it up. Ugh! (laughs) If he's saying that to you, run away. Get him out of here. Yeah. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> Tells me that he ended things with fear of commitment. It's a, it's a crazy thing to go, I got this fear of commitment. I just couldn't do it. And then also this other chick was so hot. I just can't. My ego doesn't let me pass it up. Then he realized that the girl sucked. Long story short, he gave the classic lines from every rom-com you've seen. I can't stop thinking of you. With you, it's different. You're everything I've ever wanted in a girl, and you're all I want. We ended up making out that night, but didn't go home with him. He texts on Sunday asking to get drinks, dinner this week. I said yes, either Wednesday or Thursday. It's not Thursday and have not heard from him about the date, but he continues to Snapchat me random things. This is the theme. That fucking Snapchat. Snapchat is the land of the penis. <laughs> it's not, I'm telling Cause, you. Because the penis can disappear. The penis can disappear. Snapchat's the land of the hard. Texting is the land of the soft. Correct. That is, anytime you're opening Snapchat, it was sent with a boner. <laughs> That's it. It's the, the penis messages you over Snap. The brain messages you over text. That's the reality. If I'm uh, if I get a text, a text, a pic, this is what this is like a dog you might have seen. Yeah. If I get a snap, what this could be anything. Anything, anything. What is going on? Is this guy interested or not? Does he just want to hook up? Is uh, is any of what he has said is true? Please help a gal out. Thanks for whispering sweet nothings into my ear every morning. I um he doesn't want to be serious with you. He's lying. Here's the thing. He also doesn't believe he's lying. He feels good saying those things to you. You have to understand that hearing you're the only, it's different with you, feels good to hear. It also feels good to see someone feel good hearing it. That's the reality of it. Mm-hmm. So let's read. She writes, so I'll read the text, okay? We've got a lot of text here. She's very cute. She sent some pictures. Okay, here we go. We'll read the text. So this is a guy who constantly snaps, set up a date. For, so what are you up to this week? Do you want to do something? He writes, this is an impossible circumstance to fully explain, so I'll try and keep it short. I think you are a nice, super, super nice, cute girl that I know a lot of guys would kill to be with, but I don't think it's going to work out between us. It's 100% nothing you did or didn't. Do I'm just in a weird situation where I have to end this. You deserve a lot better than me. Anyways, I'm not a great person. I'm so extremely sorry for doing this. No worries. Thanks for being honest. Of course, you deserved uh, and will find someone way better than me. Thank you for understanding. He's doing all the stuff from the book that we've written here. So he he said that last part and the I'm not a good person part. Yeah, that was his breakup text. Okay. And then... So 
his next text after that. So that was the breakup text in October. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here, that breakup text is a lot of bullshit. He's not, he doesn't think he's a bad person. He would go seek therapy and yeah. put himself away if he really did think that. He's not doing that. He's not broken. He's letting, he's trying to dig himself so badly that you'll go, no, 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 don't do that to yourself. I, it's okay. That's what he wants to do. So he, he's doing the whole book we've written here. So that was October 23rd he wrote that. November 23rd, a month later. Hey, totally understand if you don't want, don't, if you don't, but you want to maybe get a drink sometime. Oh God. <laughs> hey, I had a lot of fun hanging out with you, but it just kind of seems like you didn't really want, uh, don't really know what you want right now. And that's not really something I want to get involved with. Hope you're doing well. I can still see your, I'm not a bad person text. I don't even have to scroll up. <laughs> yeah, it was right me. above it. Yeah. I just told you I'm not into this. Hey, you want to get a drink? It's funny. Yeah, I understand. If I'm being honest, I never really know what I want. And I always it's always a problem for me. But I hope you're doing well, too. I'm actually getting hammered with old Patty right now. LOL. Haha. A month ago, you told me things weren't going to work out. And now you're making me uh, ask me to get drinks, which I really don't understand. I hope you figure everything out. But LOL, have fun with Pat. It must be an inside joke. I did almost text you a few times uh, to ask, but I always figured you'd just say no. Uh, so I didn't know I'd hoped... Uh, but I don't know. I hope to know. So I didn't, but I know, I hope I do too. It was worth a shot. Maybe, uh, but haha, we are. Don't worry. She writes, honestly, I liked you and it made me feel pretty shitty when you just ended things out of nowhere. So I'm not really trying to feel like that again, but thanks for being honest and shooting your shot. LOL. Also currently going to pick up rain. So things are pretty good on this end too. Here's the problem. And I'm not here to blame the victim, but if we can look back at things she's doing, if you don't, you know, she's knows to say no. She said no. And then she keeps going back into this inside joke. He knows he can still make this happen. She's being too friendly. You read that? You got to put him down hard. Well, it's, hey, good luck. No, I'm good. You don't have to add in the whole thing of like, and I'm getting drunk with Patty. Like, that is uh that you're opening a window and she did write they made out that like later so i'm really sorry about that i didn't mean to make you feel that way it really had nothing to do with you but of course i had to try haha and i literally just ra- ate rain so i'm feeling pretty incredible right now too what's rain if it's a drug or i don't know i have no idea but do you see how he goes from sorry 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 to like hey remember the old fun times mm-hmm. you know like it always goes back and forth uh, now she's asking I get curious why is now different than a month ago this is the th- you're doing this to yourself you end the conversation I'm reading this and I'm like put it away put the phone down <laughs> someone take her phone he's not going to be able to tell you why now is different than a month ago there's nothing different than a month ago it's November 23rd he's about to go home for Thanksgiving he had time on his hands and he's at home getting drunk and that's why you're coming to mind because you're someone who would have said yes in the past that's the answer he can't tell you that though well what are you looking for exactly he wrote there's a oh, we are oh, I'm getting frustrated because she's fall. I'm watching her get I'm watching her slit her finger and get a drop of blood. And then I'm watching her put her finger in the shark infested (laughs) water. 
He writes, what are you looking for exactly? That's him going, you don't want to be serious right now, do you? But you'll be casual enough to fuck me, and then we'll you know, revisit this later. And that's what he's doing. Exactly. I don't know. I'm not really looking for something specific, but I've, if I'm enjoying hanging out with someone, I would want to see where things go. I don't really have a plan in my head. Yeah, 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 yeah. You and everyone else. That's how relationships work. This is like The Bachelor when they talk about their connection more than, and then they never really connect. I guess I'm looking for the same thing, to be honest, but I don't really want to rush into anything too fast. <laughs> That's him going, I'll fuck now. <laughs> Are you going out tonight? She writes, yes, I am. Uh, he writes a bar name. Probably. I guess I'll see you there. See, now they're back to Friendlyville. Now they're back. And that's why she made out with him that night. I hope this is a good listen for the listeners. I, I, I think we've solved things here. Yeah, just dump this guy. It's just Jeez. never going to happen with him. Why? You know... And then they make plans for drinks and the drinks that never happen. Here's the thing. Everything that he texted with you was easy. He knew the bar you were going to be out at that night so that you guys could f run into each other and have a bar makeout, and then he can go. The harder thing is let's do dinner on Thursday. And then he didn't do that. Run away from this guy. It's not going to happen. End it. Over. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Shelby, let's do some news. So you've got a nice little uh, freezer here. I got a freezer. Some may think it's uh, dirtier than it is. <laughs> Somebody might think that the house here could use a cleanup. Well, uh, a man in Utah named Paul Mathers. What up, Paul? So he was found in dead in a freezer. He had been in there for more than 10 years. Okay, so they found him after being there for 10 years in the freezer. He's been in that freezer almost as long, a little bit longer than me doing comedy. So they're going, wait, is, uh, is your wife, she's clearly a murderer. Yeah. Like, correct, right? Oh, wait, they found a letter right by his body that was notarized saying, that his wife did not kill him. Okay. <laughs> the weird, weird day for the notary. They're like, hey, uh, can you notarize this letter? Yeah, what is it? Holy shit. <laughs> they believe he had a terminal illness and that he was like, oh, mm, I'm going to die anyway. I still want my wife to be getting these bennies, you know, these hey. benefits. Let me just uh, write this letter here. Stormy in the freezer next to the hungry man. And, uh, <laughs> so basically what he wanted was his benefits to never run out. His correct. pension. For her. For her. Because when he dies, the pension ends. It's actually very romantic. It is. It's one of the most romantic things I can think That's of. That's the saddest rewrite of Romeo and Juliet I've ever heard in my entire life. We need the pension dollars. Like, Also, think of that wife every day. She goes to get a popsicle. She's got to see her husband looking up at her and being like, thanks, Paul. I could use some Ben and Jerry. Uh, <laughs> maybe not. Ben and Jerry and Paul's. Saying the notarized letter has raised questions as to whether the couple planned to keep his death a secret so his wife could continue receiving his government benefits. Well, yeah, that is exactly but, what mm, they were doing. Yeah. Um, I, I would say to them, good idea. Good for you. 
like, guys, we got this letter. It's all good. Here, like, that's making that's giving us uh, some more questions. Actually, <laughs> well, I just like the idea that this was so romantic that he was like, I need you to live comfortably while I'm gone. I want to make sure you're taken care of. Put me in the freezer. I'm going to go away. Hopefully they had that the ultimate luxury of the, the second freezer in the garage that that's, she didn't have to well, check too often. That's the thing you need. That's really what this is all about. That one's your lift. The, yeah, exactly. You need that that garage freezer some to may, keep Paul in. Some may store venison in. Yes. And then you need the house freezer to put the Ben and Jerry's in. Mm-hmm. Let's do some more news. You've uh, talked about you had to go downtown to get a haircut to make sure it's done right. So for those that don't know, you, it's very difficult to get a haircut for all races. From di- Cross-racial haircuts is something I never knew about until moving to Harlem. Mm-hmm. And then you ask your black friends and they're like, oh, yeah. Like, they're like, I wouldn't go to a white barber ever because they're like, they don't know my type of hair. So I found out I went to a black barbershop here once and they basically looked at me like I was crazy. (laughs) So I just started going on the, you know, like upper wall. You know what I do now? I get haircuts when I'm on the road. That's a good call. Because fills up the day, gives me something to do. When I'm in New York, you know, I got my New York lifestyle. I got a lady here. I got to keep happy. Some, I've heard some people, they go like, uh, technically they can cut hair on set. And they're like, hey, yes. give me, and then the bot, they're like, why don't you trim me up? Fine. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I know what you're doing here. We usually just do makeup. And but, it's a uh, weird thing with like on set, you can't just like flash a $20 bill at them. Like they don't really. I got to get out my supplies. Yeah. Here's a fiver. So what, well, what's going on? A, uh, a man in Katy, Texas took his 13 year old son to get a haircut. Okay. All good. Nothing wrong there. The father did not like the haircut. Came back to like he had a bad cut. Happens to the happens to all of us. Yeah, it's a it's I mean, it's a little bit weird with a boy and the dad. That seems like a mom thing to be like, you ruined his hair. He was upset, brought the son back to get it fixed. Mm. They did free of charge. Okay, the man was so mad that it, this had to happen that they got into an argument in the parking lot and the man shot the barber come on how bad could the haircut have been i know like what the line grows back it does uh, and also if they were happy to do it then what's the problem it does suck that you have to come back i mean like <laughs> that's the worst reason to go to jail you know you went to jail like <laughs> oh i shot someone because he ruined 15 minutes of my day? Yeah. Like, well, come on. He, have you heard of hats? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hats. That kid. I mean, also, the kid has to be a part of that his whole life. If you go to jail for that. Well, the suspect uh, at press time was still at large. Oh, so no. his son's probably like. They're on the run. At school. Uh, they're going to probably ask me about this. <laughs> yeah. Hey, why do you have half a haircut? And well, wh- hey, midway wh- through, Dad shot the barber. Hey, why is your uh, lineup all messed up? And <laughs> why is your dad on the run? Yeah. A lot of questions to be answered. It is. Any more news? That's it. Well, Shelby, thank you for bringing the news. Thanks for having me. 
Classic Shelf, this was a pleasure. It was. A a pre-New Year treat. It's a treat for the listeners, treat for America. That's right. Everyone go follow Shelby on uh, Instagram and Twitter, at Classic Shelb. I'm Jared Freed. Every Tuesday and Friday, Happy New Year. Hug your loved ones. Enjoy your holiday. We'll be back next episode. Boom.